0: For all NBA warriors, you are now tuned into Golden Spaces with Matt and Justin. What up? It's Golden Spaces. We're back. It's Matt and Justin's with me. And we're going to keep it moving. I would say the vibes are pretty good today, though, right, Justin, despite it being a loss.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think um, there's still a good opportunity for them to reel off another four or five game win streak. Um, and if they can do that that'd be 10 out of 10 out of 11 ain't bad so yeah five I out of 6 i did don't
0: realize people. like there could have been I mean everything is still so close but there could have been potential big shifts in the standings last night if they would have won that game
1: yeah they could have climbed up to fifth no yeah. six okay yeah um but it's still the the opportunity still there I think yeah I don't think anyone above them I mean maybe someone above them won a game but I don't think
0: any of the math though. I mean, they're beating the team they're supposed to right now, but I need them to start losing.
1: Right. For sure. We can look at their schedule a little bit. But, yeah, I all think right. I think in the end it's going gonna, it's gonna to work itself out. Um, like I said, it's going to be hard for those teams to outpace um, Golden State, especially if they finish this homestand without any more losses. And then they'll get all their guys back before they start getting into a tougher part of the schedule, and they should be rolling from there into the, the All-Star break.
0: Yeah, we can talk about that next segment. Can we can take a little look around the league because there was also just we, Golden State has its own injury news. There was some injury news around the leagues and all that can affect standing. So we'll table that for now. I want to talk about Jordan Poole because, you know, I'm not like it's frustrating in the moment going through his mistakes. But you understand that he has to learn and develop. Right. And I think that's where I land but I still sort of feel like the fan base is really hard on him. Um, And so clearly he was really upset with himself last night. That was visible, I think, to everybody. And, um, you know, right, right before he turned the ball over, and look, it probably actually was a foul, but you're not gonna get that call at that time, you know? And so, just making better decisions so he doesn't like put himself in that situation to potentially get fouled to have the ball taken away. Um, and I just wonder at this point if it's in his head, you know, because it looked like he didn't know what to do. I mean, he got the ball to Clay, Clay gave it back to him, and like he did. De- and also, I just felt like he was taking too long to even start doing something. It's like, actually, you guys are not up here, um, so you need to score. And he was like letting a lot of clock run, like they had the lead initially, mm-hmm. so he just looked like he did not know what to do out there. Like when I was watching and um, like right before, like he turned the ball over, I said, um, I'm very nervous with Jordan. Having the, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. having the ball hand. I'm like, did I just drinks it? And then, you know. Um, so yeah, I, I sort of feel bad for him just because I know he feels bad and he holds his own self accountable. Um, but I feel like people are really being difficult on him. Of course, there's the extremists. There's people talking about trade him. No, we're not trading him and he should not be traded. Of course, it always goes back to he doesn't deserve his contract. Bullshit. But I just, um, I feel bad for him because like, I would say the difference between, because people are calling out like things Steph used to do when he was younger and Clay and all those guys had their development mistakes development mistakes and, and issues and i think the difference is they weren't on a championship team with expectations when they were doing that and jordan mm-hmm. is so he just gets so much scrutiny um and i feel bad for him
1: i mean it doesn't really make sense because at the end of the day are we going to be asking jordan to do this when the team is full you Thank know what I mean?
0: you. <laughs>
1: like we're missing two of our best players our two best players arguably multiple guys are out with injury. Like he's doing his absolute best to, to hold this thing afloat offensively. And he's done a pretty good job up to this point. Like he's almost, he's averaging almost 30 points a game without Steph playing. Um, And they've won, they won five games in a row, like short against Portland, or he's had a few uh, late game mistakes against some of these teams, but they've won a lot of those games and they just got burned this game. And, you know, it is what it is like, He's 23. He's getting better. Um, and no player is perfect. And at the end of the day, like I just said, when Steph comes back, it's going to be Steph handling the ball in those situations. Jordan might not even be in the game <laughs> at the end of a lot of uh, games. And that I said that same forward.
0: thing. With people like, he has to get better. And I was like, does he? I mean, he does. But yeah. I said, he's not going to be the one – handling the ball, he's not going to be the one making those decisions, really. And so right. he'll be able to learn the way he should learn by seeing it play out and being on the court with the people who are doing it, you know?
1: Exactly. And and for some reason, we have, in this fan base, especially on Twitter, we have the tendency to just attack players who are already proven. Yes! If, uh- <laughs> like, we've seen Jordan make huge shots and make huge plays at the end of playoff games that they won last year when they were on their way to a championship. So I don't understand why it's like, Oh, Jordan has to get better at this. He has like, we've seen him contribute to a championship in these moments. So why are we acting like we've never seen him do this stuff before? Like guys aren't going to be perfect. Every single time, guys aren't going to be able to be lights out every single time, like ups and downs. We've seen, you know, every player at every level superstar or not make mistakes in the clutch. And it, it is what it is. Like, but he's a proven player. He's a young player and he's helped them. Like Kira said, they don't win. They don't go on five game win streak without Jordan playing the way he's been playing. So,
0: Facts. And that was the theme from everyone, you know? And, and, and the thing about it is like, cause someone like responded to me. Um, cause I, Ty, Ty um, Jerome. I don't know why I want to keep calling this man, Ty Bowman, by the way, but Ty Jerome. <laughs> I don't know why in my head, I have to always think about it. It's like my whole, chris middleton thing why i always want to call him kevin middleton and have absolutely done it so many times (laughs) i didn't i haven't yet said it like on tv or anything but i have to like always take a minute to like because i really be about to call that man kevin middleton and people like that who the fuck is kevin middleton so um (laughs) at least ty bowman is like a real person but still i don't know why like i type right. of it like it makes no fucking sense um but <laughs> <laughs> you guys are being introduced to my mind it's a lot going on in there guys
1: <laughs> shout out to Kai shout out to Kai Bowman <laughs>
0: um Justin knows many of my musings but you guys don't
1: so
0: he's probably not surprised by this. But um anyway, back to the topic at hand. Um, um <laughs> something is wrong with me. Now I'm just really thinking about that shit. Like, what the fuck? I'm just like merging shit together. <laughs> <laughs> Um, anyway so but Ty Jerome whose name is very like why is this white boy named Ty Jerome but anyway Ty Jerome he um, said he was asked Kareth Burke asked him you know a lot of a lot of the media last night were asking other players like about Jordan and just kind of like what's been happening to him in late game situations and sort of like, you know how he is. And so Ty's response was um, I think the best way to look at it is that we wouldn't have won <laughs> these last several games without him, you know, like and he pointed out, like they had so many players missing, you know, he said, you know, we have the best player in the world. He's out. It's like, I'm glad, you know, glad, you know, Ty, yeah. you are, you earning some points with me for that. but um he pointed that out and he was just like you know like everybody makes mistakes like he's like no like Jordan has you know been incredible and I I tweeted you know what he said and someone responded to me and was like yeah and like they also could have lost those games with all of like Jordan's mistakes and I'm just like this is what like back to your point about him being proven because in almost all of those games where he made a mistake He also did something either the next play or right before that had them in the game, hit a big shot. And he hit big shots, by the way, last night too, you know, Um, Mm -hmm. because every time he wasn't on the floor, by the way, the Pistons made a little run (laughs) Mm -hmm. and he'd have to come back in and settle the troops, you know? So it's like, I just, I don't know what people get from it. I, I really do think some people just thrive off of negativity and pessimism and You know, I don't know. But like. We need Jordan, like not just, oh, he's great. We need him. Even when Steph gets back, we need Jordan. Um, And he's the only player outside of Steph who can do some stuff like things. We need him.
1: For sure. For sure. I mean, like, I mean, I don't want to be like the plus minus guy, but he was a plus four. (laughs) Um, He was a plus four
0: minus on this podcast
1: yeah yeah i mean like they were winning we understand
0: it and we contextualize it so we don't od
1: with it right over the course of the game they don't win they they don't they aren't even in the game without what he was doing so i mean we'll just i guess we could just leave it at that he's a he's a proven player he's a young player he's not going to be asked to do this stuff when the full team is together and when they get into really really high leverage games he's been carrying the load um for an extended period of time without steph and without wiggins In a few games in there without Clay, too. So, like, get off his back. Like, I don't, I mean.
0: No, you're saying that nicely because you know I want to be like, get off his, mm, you know
1: what? Right. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all, I got a vulgar
0: mouth. Y'all don't even know. I do got a potty (laughs) mouth, right, Justin?
1: Yeah, for sure. It's all right. (laughs) (laughs) He didn't even hesitate.
0: Damn, Justin, you could have been like, nah, you're not that bad, Nat. <laughs> you have to co sign so easily, yo.
1: It's nothing wrong with that. It's nothing wrong with that. You understand time and place, you know. Look so, at that,
0: guys, I practice diplomacy. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, Justin's adjusted. Uh, JP is our guy. Justin's. Justin's our guy too, but <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, let me get that last call. We're,
0: we're not going to be getting into bashing JP on this podcast. I mean, in general, I try not to bash anyone on the Warriors, even the ones I don't like. And y'all know who I don't like. And I just don't spend too much time talking about him. So we move. We move. Um, some PBJ minutes again last night. How did you feel he did in his short time on the court?
1: I think he did all right um he's just showing like he can be consistent in this role um legit like i every time i see him I'm like damn he's actually like 6'10 like it some guys they say they're 6'10 and they really like 6'8 you know he looks like he's legitimately the size of some of the centers in the power force that they're playing against um he can really shoot he got a quick trigger he's not shy about it so that helps and then he can kind of do some things off the dribble attacking the closeout as well so um, I like what I see from him. I personally would like to see him kind of fill that backup five role for the time being. Um, I think what we've seen from him helps the team a little bit more than what we've seen so far from um, Jemichael. Wiseman, Jemichael and Wiseman. So I would default to him as the backup five because Looney definitely needs a break, um, whether he plays or not. Like he he makes it a point to play every game, but whether he checks in plays five minutes and then just doesn't play for the rest of the game or something like that. Um, I think PBJ should be the default backup five for now um, because he at his skill set adds a different dynamic to this team that they're, that they are lacking. Whether or not he's able to bring that to a playoff setting, I'm not really sure yet, but at least for now, I think he's shown enough that he could be trusted to, for those minutes.
0: Okay. Moody hit a three in the game. What did you think about him last night?
1: Moody was all right. I mean, it's tough to stay in front of a guy like Jaden Ivey, but I think, he, for the most part, did what they asked him to do, move the ball. Didn't necessarily, like, force any shots up. Um, he's just a solid player. And I think the thing with him is kind of like what we saw with Joku early in the season. It's like he'll look a lot better when he gets consistent run. Like, that's just the main thing. And that's, that's what every player. But I think specifically for him, a shooter, a guy who kind of struggles sometimes with, um, like, reacting to things like just rookie things or like young player things that he doesn't see. He doesn't see the game as fast as we would like him to see it. But that comes with reps rhythm, being able to shoot the ball at the clip that he wants to comes with reps and experience and getting shots up in the course of a game. So it's tough for him because like we always say, like his, his position is stacked. The perimeter on the team is stacked. Um, But I think he could have earned some more minutes last night, particularly because it wasn't the best Dante game, but It's it's up to Curry. You know, Curry, it takes a while for Curry to really lean into young guys. But, yeah, I mean, I like Moody. I like PBJ. I think they should play more. Uh, But when guys are coming back, it's going to be tough for them, specifically specifically Moody.
0: Yeah. I know for a lot of people, Lamb might have been, like, one of the stories of the night. He wasn't for me. But um, (laughs) he was fine in his minutes. And, um Ty Jerome got a good amount of burn last night, too. I mean, I guess the story this year is how much the two ways are contributing. And largely that's because we have so many people out. Um, but they are contributing and they are impacting winning.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I can acknowledge that.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was probably their best game. I mean, it, it was it was Lamb's best game. Um, to date he was showing a little bit more of the things he can do off the dribble uh it was the pistons though um and i think he, he's he's all right he's a good player i mean for his role and you know that's cool all fine and dandy ty jerome has been killing it uh all season in his role so i think i mean if you look at it from a certain standpoint if you look at it from the standpoint of if they were vet minimum guys i think they've gave tremendous value to a bet minimum contract um so it's one way to look at it you yeah. okay in yeah. in real time just got the was res- the the first fan returns for the all-star voting okay lebron is in first like i anticipated mm-hmm. <laughs> lebron's first step is leading the guards with luke is not far behind um KD is leading the front court in the East. Kyrie in the what in the East? That's kind of surprising, but not really.
0: Um, Who has the second most amount of votes?
1: KD. Over. Steph. So over stuff, yeah. So LeBron. LeBron three point one mil. Um, KD three point one mil. They're just separated by about fifty thousand votes in LeBron's favor. Then it's Steph. No, then it's Giannis. Two point nine mil. Then it's Steph, two point seven. Then it the is not playing right now, for sure.
0: We gotta get. Oh, he has to get back.
1: Yeah, I mean he's gonna he's leading the guards. He's lead, he's leading the guards, not so he'll dad. for sure be a that starter. Be but we like want him to be captain.
0: Yeah, but no, he's like a top vote getter.
1: Right. Right. So like he, not he,
0: just like position wise. Right. All right, y'all, we 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 got to do better. Admittedly, myself, I've been sucking with the voting. Because they fucked it up with this non-being able to vote on Twitter shit. Like, to have to remember Mm -hmm. to go in and do this shit, I'd be like, ah, fuck, I didn't vote. Then it's like a 24-hour window. And sometimes if you vote, like, at 11.50 at night, I'm not going to remember to do it. So then you miss a day the next day. It's annoying. (laughs) It's annoying. Yeah,
1: we got to pick it up. Draymond is eighth in the front court. Wiggins is fifth. So...
0: I thought I knew Wiggins was gonna still end up with more votes than Dre. I knew it.
1: Yeah, yeah. He's he's has more than double his votes. Clay is fifth in the for guards. Jordan Poole is tenth. That's funny. So yeah. I mean that that's surprising for um for those guys. So that's that's a good thing. But just gotta get everybody else. gotta up everybody's vote so make sure y'all the next round
0: of votes for Steph is gonna be big because you already know how we do when (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. we gonna get him up there by the time it's all said and done well Steph well so let's talk about that next segment I think I think we're good here any other players like nobody Clay came alive in the in late in the second half and he was needed and we know he hit big shots Jordan overall you know I don't think there's anyone else to really touch on. Um, Like I said, it's too, it's, it's, I'm not too down about this game in the moment. It was like, ah, but you know, you kind of move on from it.
1: Yeah. Um, Yeah. Shout out to clay. He seemingly has found his legs. Um, Hopefully he can sustain that. Um, We were worried about going into this game because they played the double OT and I mean, he was three for 10 from three, but he had some huge threes. He kept him afloat for most of the game. He was almost 50% shooting. And um, yeah, he's looking like the old Clay again. It's just a matter of, is it once every other game? Is it a few games in a row? And then he takes a, you know, he has a bad game. It's more so about consistency with him. So let's see how it looks. I think
0: what it is, I think what it is, is the amount of time he has between games to recover, to be honest. Like if you look at when he's had more days off, he comes back better. And so um, now I'm sort of not even that upset if they're like not playing him on back-to-backs because I think his body is just, some of it might be injury, some of it might be age, and some of it might be that he wasn't conditioned the way properly he should have been to start the season. Probably a combination of all three. Mm -hmm. Um, And maybe that's why they said later in the season they would look to play him on back-to-backs. Maybe they were waiting For his body to get to a certain place. Um, But he said he felt good. He said that last night. He was asked again about his body. How he's feeling. And he said he felt good. So um, and he'll have two nights off before Orlando. Orlando beat them too. So hopefully they'll Mm want to like. You know take that out. I'm hoping they get wigs back. I mean I just really do. I got a wigs bobblehead. I meant to show you guys. I'm so happy though. Y'all know Wiggins is my baby, so I got a Wiggins bobblehead. Um, I hope he comes back. I do. I'd like him back before this homestand. They haven't ruled it ruled it out. Um, I did get to see Andre um, putting up some shots before the game. I saw J- JP during part of his workout, too, before the game. Um Saw Dre for a little bit, saw Clay for part of his work. I took some video. I didn't tweet any of them, but yeah. So I was out on the court for the game and that was sort of cool. And um, Dante like ran right by me. I'm like, gosh, these, these men are large.
1: Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I much. felt
0: so little next to Marcus. I was like, how tall are you, Marcus? And he's like six feet. I felt mad little, yo. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's one thing people don't realize. When you really get next to these dudes, they are very, very massive huge. humans. Huge. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, um, all right. Anyway, guys, we'll be right back. Thank you for tuning in. You're listening to Golden Spaces and Odyssey Original podcast. Be right back.